Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is JNR with Dual Threat Radio. Rigo, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. I'm a little tired. Had to finish up some work stuff. So, you know, it's 10 o'clock and we're probably getting this podcast done right now. 10 o'clock here in the Central Valley. And yeah, you know, it's been pretty busy, hectic week for the both of us. So... We're going to provide you, the audience, with a quickie this week. So, real quick, our week nine records. Uh, I ended up going nine and five. My overall record is 85 and 50. Rigo, how'd you do th- this past week? Uh, I got to say, I did horrible. Uh, some of my sure bets week in, week out uh, turned on me this week. I went six and eight. Not a great week. You can't have a playoff record every week, man, but you know what? It's cool. I'm sure you'll bounce back. We're going to completely disregard our week nine recap. Uh, I'm sure if you guys are interested, you know the scores or you know what happened week nine in the NFL. So we're going to just jump straight to our week 10 picks. So, Rigo, you ready to do this? Ready, go. All righty. So first off, we got a Thursday nighter. You got the Chargers at the Raiders. And you know what? The Raiders are picking up some steam. Um, I don't see... Uh, okay, let me let me let me uh, go back a little bit. I think the Chargers are in top three NFL teams that are the most confusing in the league because their record doesn't represent how good of a team this team is. They're just on and off. You don't know when they're going to bring it, but they're way better than their record indicates. But you know what? I think I got the Raiders at home. Who you got? I'm going to go with the Raiders. You know what? It's exactly like you said. The Chargers are not as bad as the record shows. They did have some injuries. Uh, I think Melvin Gordon is starting to get it going. But I don't know. I, I'm kind of starting to root for these Raiders with John Gruden. Uh, they just seem to believe in him and what he's trying to get across. Right now, they're a, they're a playoff contender. I think they could maybe squeak themselves into the playoffs. I, I'm going to get the Raiders on this one. Yeah, you know what? It does seem like they might sneak in and possibly get that wild card. Uh, that'd be something, wouldn't it? So, next up. I'm going to tell you right now, if the Raiders get into the playoffs, John Gruden deserves coach of the year. Coach of the year, huh? He, You're going to take John Gruden over Kyle Shanahan and coach of the year? Hey, man. Ain't nobody believes in this. I, everybody had the 49ers making the playoffs. Ain't nobody believing in these Raiders. Bro, they went for Bro, they went four and twelve last year. If they Bro, lose three games tops, the same team. you would not can't okay. you would not you would not nominate him for coach of the year. But I I think what John Gruden did with this team is a lot more. Really? Okay. See, you gotta base it off to like what they're doing. Team, honestly, most people believe 49ers were at least gonna be a playoff team. Like, obviously, they didn't think they started this good, but most people did think they're a playoff team. Even like. Analysts, football analysts, like they all were saying, you know, San Francisco this year is a playoff team. Yeah, and everybody was saying the Raiders were going to win like two to four games. Yeah, well, you're making your case for that. All right, you ready to move on to the next game? We got Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. I got the Lions winning this game. Uh, I just don't. I just think Chicago is all over the place, and with that quarterback, the way he's been playing. It's not looking good for Chi-Town. Who you got? Yeah, there's no question about this. I got the Lions. The Bears, you know, Mr. Trubisky is just... Uh, I saw online, there's actually a betting uh, a betting agency 
that's giving everybody that bet Mr. Trubisky to win MVP their money back. If you want a refund, they will give you a refund. They're giving you your money back because that's how bad they feel of a pick you made with Mr. Trubisky. He's playing horrible, and they're just getting worse and worse. I definitely got the Lions. I, 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 the Bears are just horrible right now. Back to what you were saying, though, about uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, he, he's definitely playing awful. And did you see that post, um, how Trubisky's trying to shut down all the TVs at the training facilities just so he can uh, avoid his critics? Yeah, man. You, 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 that's one thing that comes with being a pro. you got to be able to handle it when you're playing trash, you know? you got to be able to handle the critics. You turn off the TVs. That guy's not in the right mental state. You know, he, I think he's given up on himself. He's lost confidence. If the Bears don't move off him after this season, I don't know what they're thinking. I like uh, I like your prediction, you know, uh, as far as the Bears landing uh, Teddy Bridgewater. But I think another name that they might consider will be Cam Newton. We'll touch more on that later on in the show. Next up, you got the Ravens coming off a hot win against New England. The Ravens are now 6-2. and two. As they travel to Cincinnati, and you know what? I got the Ravens over the Bengals. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Ravens beat my Patriots. Uh, you know what? If we see them again in the playoffs, though, they're going down. I watched that full game. I think I think the Patriots really learned a lot about them in the first quarter. You know, kind of kept them under control the next three quarters. Uh, but yeah, I definitely get the Bengals. You know. I'm going to take the Ravens all day on that one. I think that one will be a blowout. Let's touch on the that Patriots game a little bit. You know what really impressed me um, with the Ravens is that uh, they were able to beat New England with their game, with their plan A. And what Belichick is so good at and is known for is taking away your option, your very first option um, as far as it comes to gameplay. And, you know, Unfortunately, uh, the Ravens just ran that ball down their throats, and uh, they, they weren't able to. They weren't able to win it with Plan A. That was not Plan A. Plan A was in the first quarter. If you really watched it, paid attention Ru- to that game. You're, so you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me that the Ravens' Plan A wasn't to run the football against the Patriots? Do you okay? Do you know how well they run the they ran the ball in the first quarter? Look at the you, uh, for the fans out there. If you really wanted to take that game. Look at the stats. That touchdown, yeah, it came in the second quarter, the 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 third, the second touchdown they got. But, I mean, it was, what, like 10 seconds into the second quarter, so I'll just go ahead and count it first quarter. They were up 17-0 uh, pretty much first quarter. If you really look at the stats from that moment forward compared to that first quarter, you'll see a big drop. You'll see, like, that the Patriots actually were able to kind of figure them out. This game, if you really think about it, really switched when Julian Edelman fumbled the ball and come on, when, like when does Edelman fumble the ball? If you really see where how that game was going at that point, just that big pendulum swing that happened in that one, yeah, that was a big factor. But I honestly paid attention to that game. If you really compare the first quarter to the next three quarters, the Patriots actually started figuring out this game and seeing how to stop it with Lamar Jackson. Even check Lamar Jackson's running first quarter compared to three other quarters. Well... All I know is that the Ravens won, so moving on. Dang, you got a comeback. Well. Heard my argument. No, I'm right. Well, no, I I, I disagree with you. I, I think the Ravens executed their plan A, which was running the football. Mark Ingram had 120 on the night, and, you know, this Patriots defense was on pace for a historic run. 
And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they've allowed a 100-yard rusher all season, correct? So I just think um, I just think the Ravens executed their game plan with running the ball and converting on third down. I'm sorry, go ahead. All you need to do for the Ravens team is stop Lamar's rush. That's all you need to do. You take that away, Mark Ingram get 100 yards. If Lamar can't run on you, you've taken away their game plan. Lamar ran on you, though. No, how much? And he threw. He had in the first quarter compared to the three other quarters. He ran and threw the ball. Just check the first quarter stats to the next three quarters, and All you're right. gonna see what I'm talking about. All right, this is taking too long. Let's move on. Homework. Moving on. You got the six and two Bills visiting the two and six Browns. Ooh, this has doo doo written all over it. I'm gonna let you go pick first. Who you got? because the fact that uh, I think Kareem Hunt is supposed to play in this game. Uh, supposedly, he's supposed to, he's able to play in this game, so I'm guessing they'd use him. Uh, that's what I've pretty much been waiting for all season. Uh, and the Bills can't really score. They're not great at scoring. Their offense is getting worse. The Browns have a decent defense which I think won't allow the Bills to really score that much because their offense is not good. And I think the Browns really have enough of a long defense to score on these Bills, especially if Kareem Hunt plays in that game. I really think they can open it up. So just because of that, I don't even know why I keep taking the Browns. I think if I just went against them every single week, I'd have way better records. But here I go again. I'm going to pick them, the Browns. You know what? I... I think I'm on board with you. Um, I know I pick them every week too, and they just continue to let me down. But I think, you know, they're at home. They almost beat Seattle at home, and we all know what Seattle is. They have a way better offense than the Buffalo Bills. Defense can only get so much out of the football game. So, yeah, I think I got the Browns winning this game too. You know, like you said, Kareem Hunt's returning. I think if they use him and Chubb, that's going to be a great combination for that run game. And hopefully uh, Baker Mayfield can start playing better. Moving on. Next up, you got an NFC showdown. You got the 5-3 and three Panthers versus the 7-2 and two Packers. Uh, I think I'm just going to go with Green Bay just because they're at home. And um, the inexperienced Kyle Allen, I think, uh, I think that pass rush for Green Bay will be a little bit too much. Uh, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go the opposite of you on this one. Uh, there's actually, you know, from what just what I've been seeing, two teams have beat the Packers. It has been the Chargers and it has been the Eagles. And I think both teams played a similar style uh, to beat the Packers. This Packers team isn't really too physical. I they're overrated. The Chargers what happened? To me, they're overrated. Uh you know, I don't think they're necessarily overrated. I don't just think they're not a physical team. When, uh, you know, they play against a team that really brings it to them physical-wise, they're not really up to the challenge, and that really throws them off. And I think this Panthers team is going to be really physical, especially they're really going to focus on the run with Christian McCaffrey. Your boy C-Mac. The Packers defense. What? Your boy C-Mac. Yep. Uh, the Packers really, I don't think, have, have an answer for Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to have a great night. And that's really going to open up the game for Kyle Allen to distribute the ball the way he's been doing. So I'm going to take the Panthers on this one. All righty. Next up, you got a showdown in New Orleans. 
You got the one and seven Falcons visiting the seven and one Saints. Um, again, I I think the Saints are gonna take this and continue their great season. Who you got? Yeah, I I don't see a, a shot for the Falcons. I definitely think the Saints are gonna run away with this one. Um, the Falcons have just knocked it this year, and the Saints team is really stacked. I the, I see this game as a blowout. Yep, yep. Next up, you got both New York teams going at it. You got the Giants versus the Jets. Um, the Jets are awful. They really are. And, um, you know, I know Danny uh, Danny Pennies, he's been a bit of a turnover machine. But I think New York has the better football team. Well, the Giants have a better football team. So I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. Maybe losing, but um, Daniel Jones is not playing that bad. You may think he's playing bad, but he's had a couple of really good games. And Jets, I don't see Sam Darnold as a guy either. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people are really high on Sam Darnold, and they think he's a franchise quarterback. I'm not as high as him, uh, really that high on him. Uh, I don't think the Jets really outside of Glavy on Bell. Uh, really have much, and I think the Giants are a more complete team. So I have the Giants taking this one for sure. Next up, you got the Cardinals at the Bucks, and um, little Kyler Murray uh found some some success against uh my Niners defense, and uh, you know what, um, the guy can make some plays. Uh, he's not clutch though, and you know he's still a rookie. He's got time to grow. But I got the Cardinals winning this one. Uh, I'm actually gonna take the Bucks because one thing the Bucks have been doing really, they've been scoring a lot of points against really good teams, which I don't think the Cardinals are that great. So um, you know this is a this is a game where I think Jameis Winston can actually play good. Not a prime time game. Not a good team they're facing. Really no pressure. Uh, and I think the Bucks have been able to score a lot of points against some good teams. I don't necessarily think the Cardinals can score as much points. Uh, so I have the Bucks winning this one at home. Next up, you got the 6-3 and three Chiefs at the 4-5 and five Titans. We all saw what the Kansas City Chiefs did this last weekend to the Vikings. A really good football team. Um, that showed me that Andy Reid, despite not having a star quarterback, can still coach the hell out of a football team. So I think I'm going with the Chiefs on this one. Yeah, you know, I really thought the Vikings were going to pull that game. But, you know, Kirk Cousins doesn't show up in the big game. Uh, the Titans are also a mess. I don't think they have it figured out. I think they need some changes to their staff. So I definitely have the Chiefs winning this one. They say Patrick Mahomes, my, this might be his return game. So, you know what? I got the Chiefs. I'd sit him out. What do you think? I mean, if he's ready to play, he's ready to play. I mean, I feel like people just keep saying, like, sit him out, sit him out. Are you going to sit him out to postseason? If he's ready to play, the guy's ready to go. No, of course not. Um, I would make him return after the bye week. But that's just me. Next up. Part of a football contract says you play when you're hurt. Mahomes was hurt. He's still hurt. Hey, part of a contract is you play even when you're hurt. Okay. 
Man, these guys are getting paid millions. Stop, people stop babying so much like, oh my gosh, they need to wait till this and that. They're ready to go, they're ready to go. Most guys aren't 100% playing. Like, think about it like, oh, just because you had an injury, okay. But most of these guys are banged up, bruised. Like, none of these guys are 100%. Part of your contract is like, you're going to play a bit hurt. Even if he's not at 100%, it's like, well, it's time for you to play. Speaking of injuries, next up, you got the Dolphins at the Colts. Jacoby Brissett went down with a knee injury uh, this past Sunday against the Steelers. I don't know if he'll play. It's looking like he might. Um, it's the Dolphins, man. I got the Colts winning this one. Yeah, I think the Dolphins messed around and forgot what they were doing against the Jets. Um, they, they might have thought one win isn't a lot, but if you really see a lot of these teams' records, one win is a big difference. But I think they're going to remember what they're doing in, in tanking this season, and I think they're just going to let the Colts take this one. Next up, you got the Rams at the Steelers. And what about the Steelers, man? They're making quite uh, some noise over there in Pittsburgh. They're trying to also sneak their way into the playoffs. But I think the Rams will be a little too much for the Steelers. So I got the Rams winning this game. Yeah, you know, the Steelers are doing a great job. I really thought, you know, once Ben went down, they weren't really going to be able to do much. But they've really shown, you know, that they can still play and deliver that defense. The past five weeks has been playing like a top defense, but I think the Rams' offense would just be a bit too much for them. I don't think their offense can score as much points, uh, so I, did, I got the Rams winning this one. And then you got your Sunday nighter. You got the Vikings at the Cowboys. The Vikings are six and three. Cowboys are five and three. No doubt this has a uh, playoff elements to it, but you know what? I got the Vikings on the road winning this game. I actually have the Cowboys because you know what? This is a prime time. This is this, this game is two things. A Kirk Cousins face. Kirk Cousins, I think, is about. He probably has a win percentage of about maybe. I don't know. I'd say about fifteen percent in prime time games. And he probably has a win percentage of about ten to fifteen percent against winning teams. And now you're combining a prime time game against a winning team, it's not looking good. I thought the Cowboys were getting this one. Okay. I just don't trust that Cowboys defense. And um, we all know the Cowboys offense uh, revolves around the run game. So I think Minnesota's defense will be a little too much for the Cowboys. But, hey, it can go either way. All right, man. Monday nighter, you got the heavyweight fight. You got the 7-2 and Seahawks versus the 8-0 and 49ers. Um, you know what? Niners are at home. I think they'll, um, they've had plenty of time to rest from that Cardinals game, which was a battle indeed. Uh, but you know what? I think the Niners will be well, well rested as well as getting some starters back. And Jimmy G is hot off probably the best game of the season for him. I got the Niners at home. Um, definitely right. Uh, Jimmy G is definitely coming off, uh, his best game of the season. When the Niners, you know, defense wasn't working, the running game wasn't working, they asked him to, you know, win with his arm, and he did. And, uh, you know, that's great for the, a great sign for the Niners that they can really depend on Jimmy G. Uh, but right now, the way Russell Wilson is playing, I just believe in the magic that he's doing. I know they've, you know, they've lost a couple games, but the way that team is getting together, I see them playing more and more together. You know, he's really developing with his receivers, Lockett and Metcalf. I'm going to pick the upset on this one, and I'm going to pick Seahawks. 
You wrong for that one. But trust in dangerous. You wrong for that one. You never know until what we'll know Monday night. Ooh, I can't wait. This is gonna be a heavyweight battle. Should be a good one. Dangerous. That continues his his MVP season. Over Lamar or what? Dude, I don't that that's well that's one thing that I'm just like, I get it. He's having a great season. Well, that's realistic. It's not an MVP season. You it's not. His passing play. numbers are not that impressive. No, no. And this is the thing. This is my thing. If his, you know, I get it. His rush is incredible. If you put together his passing numbers with his rush yards, they still don't even, they, they're still like, they still don't even beat um, Russell Wilson's just passing yards. And his touchdowns, his rush touchdowns, with his passing touchdowns, there's still like five quarter, four, four, three quarterbacks ahead of him. That's what I'm like. Where's this MVP season? Like, I get it. It's a great story, you know what I mean? But if you really look at it, it's not an MVP season. I think Matt Stafford is probably having a better season than Lamar Jackson is. As far as passing, right? Passing, touchdown to interception ratio. Kirk Cousins is probably <laughs> Kirk Cousins. No lie, statistically, if you just look at the stats, forget the name, forget the name. Just look at the stats. You kind of start thinking like, "Hmm, Kirk Cousins not having a bad season there." I think we're just falling in love with the story of Lamar Jackson, and I think he's great. But MVP, to me, no. Yeah, I gotta agree with unless you. Unless he really, unless he really improves on the passing side, like. I get it. Rushing, you know, it's great, but it'll only do so much. You know, you do need a win as a quarterback with your arm sometimes. Uh, unless he really includes the, the passing, I think, for this next half of the season, uh, I don't think he. I don't think it'll be an MVP season. All right, and holy shit, this is probably the most teams that have been on a bye week um, so far. Eagles, Patriots, Redskins, Broncos, Jaguars and Texans all six teams are on a bye this week and you know what Rigo I think the Texans are going to benefit the most from this break um they got Baltimore when they return and we saw what the Chiefs defense did to Lamar Jackson they slowed him down a little bit they they held in there enough for the Chiefs to win so I think the Texans will win big against the Ravens when they return who do you think will benefit the most from this bye gonna go with my Patriots because uh, this is this little stretch right now after the Ravens is probably you know they have their mid-season stretch is probably their tough stretch I'd say of the season uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and say you know this break's gonna be good for them and they'll be fresh for these next couple of games where it's gonna be their little tougher part of the season uh, so I think it's really gonna benefit them all right that does it for our week 10 picks coming up we got our topic segment back with our topic segment and our very first topic of the night 
Jaguars quarterback Nick Foles is set to make his return this Sunday. Unfortunately, that puts an end to Minshew Mania. Um, head coach of the Jaguars announced that Nick Foles will be starting this Sunday. And I got to ask you, Rigo, who who do you think is best to start for the Jaguars? Should they leave Minshew in or do they make the right call giving Nick Foles a sh- another shot? Nah, you got to give Nick Foles a shot. Uh, you know, I love Gardner Minshew, you know, when he came in, I was like, hey, he has a chance to take this job, but there's, there's something when a backup quarterback comes in, you know, you can't just, um, you can't really just do good. You can't do a, a backup quarterback that's expected to go 500. You know, that's kind of really like, we want a guy that can win us some games, we know he's not going to win us every game. The only way a backup quarterback really takes a starter's job is you do spectacular and they're like, you start raising questions. Uh, Gordon Minshew, you know, as much as I love him, you really look at all the stats uh, in his eight games and he's kind of had the stats of a backup quarterback. Went 500, you really look at the stats and I think he could be better. I think he's obviously going to develop. He is a rookie. We're forgetting that. You know, I think he's going to develop and I think eventually he might be able to be a franchise quarterback. You know, with the right development, which I think he's going to get. But you definitely got to give Nick Foles a chance. I mean, you 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 got him. You know, you haven't really seen what he can be for this team. Uh, you know, you're hoping you get that magic that he had in in Philly. So you just got to give him a shot to prove himself. I mean, you have to. Yeah, and you know what? It, it's not going to hurt Minshew to sit on the bench and take some pointers from a veteran like Foles. So I think, you know, Minshew went 4-5. and five. Uh, throughout his run and that's mediocre you know so i think four and four you sure it wasn't four and five no one of the the loss was to nick Foles. the very first game no minshu minshu ended up playing though right but the loss was given to nick Foles. huh all right All right, next topic, it was announced that starting quarter, not start, uh, it was announced that Cam Newton was placed on, uh, it was announced that Cam Newton was placed on IR for the rest of the season, and knowing the NFL and the way it does business, all signs are pointing to Cam Newton starting elsewhere next season, so I gotta ask Rigo, do you think Chicago would be a potential landing spot for Cam Newton? I mean, look at what's going on with Trubisky. He is awful. He's garbage. He's not playing well. They definitely need a new quarterback in Chicago. So what what do you think is going to happen? I don't think it's Chicago. Uh, I, I, I mean, you got to think about it. Chicago's literally rolled the dice to Mr. Trubisky. You know, they went up in the draft to get him. And... They're realizing how horrible of a mistake they made. I don't really think they're in the, gonna be in the game off season where they're gonna let go of Mr. Bisky and then be like, "Well, let's take a gamble on Cam Newton because we don't know what he is." The last we've seen of Cam Newton is he's horrible. Do we really want to go through maybe another Mr. Bisky? No, you don't. Um, there's Teddy Bridgewater out there, which I say you know much better option. You're more sure of what you're getting. I think the Bears would be more interested in knowing what they're getting with Teddy Bridgewater because the Bears' defense is awesome. They know they don't necessarily need a great quarterback. They need a quarterback that can score points and not lose the game for them. That's what Teddy Bridgewater can do for you. You saw what Ted, 
Teddy Bridgewater did the same. You know, the Bears could be a team like that, so I don't see why they would go for Cam when they have Teddy Bridgewater out there. And Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, would want to go to the Bears. I don't think he's going to leave the Saints for a crappy team. But, I mean, the Bears are a good team. I think that's the team to go to. That makes more sense. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of us are talking, like, what team is Cam going to start for? Are we sure he's going to start for another team? What I, team would you see getting Cam? I think the Titans will, will get him. Who? The Titans. I mean, potentially. I think, but, yeah, I think Mariota. Mariota is definitely going to hit free agency. And uh, I think they're going to bring in Cam to kind of, you know, as a backup at first and kind of just make him earn that starting role. I don't see Tannehill being the starter. Do you know Cam? Huh? Do you think Cam is willing to do that? Well, who else is going to overpay for him? Or who else is going to make that? Uh, who's going to pull the trigger? Hey. Sometimes you got to think about these guys, too. You know, sometimes we just think, like, oh, they're going to offer him something. Sometimes you got to think about these guys' pride also, you know. Somebody like Cam Newton, is he really the type of guy that's ready to accept the role of, hey, you might be a backup, you might have to play for a starting spot, you're going to be a backup here. You might, he might just be too prideful for that. He might just be like, you know what, no, I need to be a starter. And I'm not sure that a team would necessarily start him because let's let's be honest, the horrible teams, the Bengals, the let's who do you have? You have the Bengals, you have the Dolphins, uh Klaus is in that very bottom of the The Jets category. The Jets aren't gonna go for the, the Jets aren't gonna get Cam though. You know, the teams that are really looking to replace their quarterbacks I think is more like Bengals, Dolphins. I don't think the Falcons are ready to move off Matt Ryan. Maybe maybe the Broncos. There's been a lot of talk about that. If I can see a starting spot for Cam Newton where they actually offer him the starting spot, uh, potentially, I see two teams. I see the Broncos and I see the Bucks. You don't think the Bucks Those are going to keep their boy Winston? that I feel like aren't going to go into the draft to get a quarterback. Uh, you know, I think obviously the better quarterbacks are going to get taken up, obviously, by, you know, Bengals, uh, Dolphins. There's another team. Why am I not remembering? Redskins, Jets, Falcons, they all have uh, one win. Essentially Redskins. Maybe the Falcons will draft a quarterback that could sit a year uh, behind Matt Ryan. So, you know, I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks and the Broncos – will be those type of teams where it's like, we do need to move our quarterback. We're not high in the draft to get a quarterback. Cam is out here. I think they'd be willing to give him the starting job. I mean, the Broncos took Joe Flacco. So I really think if they were going to offer him a starting job, those would be the two teams, the Bucks and the Broncos. All right. And last topic for the evening. Who do you think is going to end up with the number one overall pick? And before you answer... To me, I think it's going to be between the Bengals or the Dolphins. Yeah, sure, Miami won their first game, but I don't think they're going to be too enthusiastic to win any more games for the remainder of the season. They traded away all their players. They got pretty good draft picks. 
So I think they're still gunning for that number one spot. Who do you think is going to get it? You know, it's a tough one because at this point, I think the the Bengals are might be in tank mode. I mean, the Redskins are right there also, you know. It's kind of a tough one this year. Like, there's a lot of teams down there where it's just like, you know, are all these teams tanking? You know, are they just horrible? Um, I think at the end of the day, I think it, it might be the Dolphins. I'm leaning more just towards the Dolphins because we knew what the Dolphins were doing. We knew that they were trading away the best players. They're tanking for the number one pick. The Bengals didn't come in with that plan. I think they just... You know, they're kind of in the shape where they're at right now. But I think the Bengals are more enthusiastic to win games. That wasn't necessarily their plan of work tanking. I'm not sure the Bengals are completely ready to move off out of the Dalton. I'm not sure that they're really that hyped that, oh, we got a first pick for a quarterback. Uh, let's move off of Andy Dalton. Not exactly sure that they're ready to even do that yet. So I think it's, you know, I think the Dolphins had it more in mind. I think as the season goes, I think the Bengals might win another one. Uh, I think the Dolphins aren't going to win another one, so I'm going to choose the Dolphins to have the number one overall pick. And I think, I'm not going to lie to you, they're going to make a mistake with it. Really? Okay. Uh, to me, Tua is not the guy. What about Jalen? No. That kid... Um... Uh, to me, number one... Just, you know, from really what they're doing, I'd say Oregon, Justin Herbert, uh, even potentially LSU. Yeah, that kid from LSU, he's playing pretty good football right now. I'd really say to me, because it's not really just about stats and everything, you know, just looking at who you think is more, you know, Joe Burrows. And they really, you know ready to do more stuff, I'd say that. Justin Herbert's from Oregon or Burrow from LSU. Uh, Tua, if you really look at his stats, I mean, Alabama, I think that about probably more than half of his passing yards are after the catch. I mean, Alabama has these great wide receivers that you can throw them a little five-yarder and they'll turn it into 60, 70 yards. You know, that's why his stats are so inflated. Uh... If I really had to pick a quarterback, I'd either go between. I think I'd probably pick Justin Herbert from Oregon. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, that does it for this week. Any last words before we call it a night? You know, just want to say sorry to folks for not doing the recap. You know, it was just really really busy day for me today. I didn't get done until about close to 10 for, with all my work stuff I needed to finish up. Uh, so really, you know, hope you guys enjoyed this this episode. Uh, thank you to all the loyal fans. want to give out a shout out to Boy Rigo in Japan, being a loyal fan. Uh, until next time, folks, don't get too crazy. Don't get too crazy, and, you know, we're going to be here every single week for y'all. So have a good night and enjoy some football this weekend. See ya.